0: Hi everybody, this is Ben, and this is Ben's Week in Medical School. Sharing knowledge about the human body and glimpses into life in medical school. This podcast is for your entertainment and education. I do my best to present accurate information, but this podcast is not professional medical advice. The podcast is a personal project and does not represent the views of my medical school or any organizations I am affiliated with. I've just finished week 21 of medical school, and this is episode 18 Well, I spent the first week of break sleeping a ton, eating a lot of delicious home-cooked food, and I was also thinking a lot as my brain um, slowly resolved back into its normal post-exam shape, what should I be making sure I learn after each block? One goal is to pass, but beyond that, I'm trying to build a foundation of expert knowledge, some of which I can deploy directly from memory any time. And specifically, I want to be able to use the knowledge to solve new problems that I haven't already explicitly memorized. So to be able to make new connections and reason out complex questions with estimation and assumptions. And that's why cramming for a test is no fun, because um, whenever I cram, it's just trying to make lots of isolated little pockets of information that I don't have time to connect in to everything else I've already learned. So anything that I've crammed is almost certainly to be forgotten in about a week after I stop studying. And this is why I think so much about flashcards, because in this test-passing world, it's too easy to sink into a habit of studying and forgetting. And one of my goals is to be able to rise above that cycle a little bit. I want to be able to have a bit of encyclopedic knowledge so that when I encounter a situation that I haven't learned about, I can get very close to a good answer by following the principles that I've learned. Well, so that's a long way of saying that a week later, I'm always looking back and trying to find out what I really learned. And I'm consolidating my knowledge and trying to figure out how to learn and retain more out of the next block. One example of using this um, stored up knowledge, um, my mom asked me the other day how much blood is in the human body. And I didn't have a ready answer. I remembered it's about five liters, but it varies a lot by how much someone weighs. And I also know that the amount of water total in your body, which is the main component of blood, is 60% of one's total weight. And that uh, a third of the water in your body is outside of your cells. And that about 25% of that is actually in your blood vessels, a.k.a. blood. So... Actually, I had to look at my notes to remember all those numbers, but if I had remembered those, then I could have estimated that for a hundred kilogram person, that's like 224 pounds, um, 60 kilos is water. And then a third of that is 20 kilos is, um, and then that, uh, 25% of that, which is your blood is five kilograms and each kilo of water is a liter. So that's five liters of blood. So All of that is really fascinating to me, and I I really love being able to calculate the details of the physiology of a person just from these principles. So next time, I hope I don't have to look all of that up, and maybe it'll stick in my memory banks so that um, I can just bring out an answer like that whenever I have a new question that I'm asked. I thought it'd be good to wrap up with what went well last block um i was not super stressed at the end i even worked out more at the end than i did at the beginning and working out for me is a pretty good proxy for my overall health if i'm getting workouts in then it usually means i'm sleeping enough eating healthy foods drinking lots of water Um, there is sort of a chicken or the egg aspect to that but generally i think working working out correlates with all the other things that I think of as healthy. I was really studying nonstop for the three weeks leading up to the test and um, like six or seven days a week. But the good thing about that was that I wasn't stressed and feeling totally behind by the time the test rolled around. The test day itself was really nice. Um, A lot of people had left Michigan and were taking the test from their homes in different parts of the country. Although we have a lot of West Coasters in our school, so um, they let us actually take the exam anytime starting between 8 or 8 to 10 a.m. So I actually had two extra hours during the morning to wake up, eat breakfast, do some exercising and meditating and drink coffee before I had to go to campus with my laptop to take the test. Um, It's optional to go to campus, but I wanted to take the test there so that I wouldn't have any distractions around the house. Um, I was able to do a bit of extracurricular activity at the end of the block too. I'm bringing in a speaker to campus who worked as a journalist in our area for 40 years in in the health and science and environment beat. And he worked for our local newspaper. And he's going to talk to our students about how the journalistic process works and talk about some of the big newsworthy events that have happened in our area during his time here that were part of his health and science beat. I hope that we'll also talk a bit about storytelling and crafting a story because I think that's a skill that's really important for physicians, Um, being able to tell a compelling narrative to patients about their health and to other physicians. So there's a lot of storytelling involved, I think, with being a doctor. All of us in the study group that I've been working with are, we felt just too busy to actually do any group studying last block, which was kind of sad. I think there was just, So much material and we weren't really prepared to, um, get together toward the end to actually talk through any of it. So I was really glad that I had my flatmate to talk about some of the topics with, um, it's hard to talk about the material until the course is almost over because until that point, there's just so many loose ends. But, um, but later in the course, I start feeling like I kind of know my way around. I don't feel lost anymore and um, and I'm able to actually understand the details and how they fit into the, the big picture. So it's mo- most fun to talk about the course toward the end of a the block. The, the test itself, um, it went well. Our tests are all pass or fail, pass fail, until the third year. And that doesn't really mean that I'm trying to hit the bare 70%-ish passing mark. Um, I really go into the exam line to get 100%. Um, because wouldn't that be awesome to have a three and a half hour exam and know every answer instead of being stressed out and racking my brain to see if I can, uh, wring out every last glimmer of information about the questions and then still end up getting like one out of five of them wrong. Um, I go into the next block hoping that I will have the skills and stamina to get close to hundred percent, but it's, um, that's probably pretty unlikely. And I guess just one other thing to be grateful for about last block is that still people have been staying healthy. Um I don't know uh too many people who've been getting covid and uh and so I guess that makes me really happy. Um there are a lot of people that I know that have gotten it and and it's just been a really tough time obviously. So Uh, My heart goes out to everybody who's gotten sick or has loved ones who've gotten sick. Since it's the end of the year, I was thinking about some of the um, apps and tools that I've been using that I've really enjoyed. And so I thought I'd list a few of these for everybody. Um, One is called otter.ai. By the way, I'll list these in the show notes so you can just click to these links Otter.ai is a voice recording app that gives you a transcript while you talk. So this is great for interviewing people and then being able to read the transcript like immediately after the interview. Also for making voice memos and being able to skim through them later. The voice recording is saved too. So you can actually be reading the transcript then touch a word and it'll just start playing through the audio and highlighting the words as it plays. Notion is a cool note-taking app. It's, you can use it for notes, you can use it for project organization, you can use it as kind of a thought keeper app. Most note apps just have folders and pages, but in Notion every page can be kind of like a website on its own and then it can link to other ones of your pages. And there's a really nice search feature. All the pages look really good on computer and on mobile. Um, I got started using Notion, working on an extracurricular project with a friend. Um, We interviewed our classmates about what it's like starting medical school during COVID. We pasted the transcripts of our interviews, set up a project calendar, wrote our interview questions, all in Notion. The only place where I felt like we should use a different tool was in actually co-writing the draft of the article. I felt like a traditional word processor was actually a better tool for really drafting an article so that we could track our changes. That functionality is not really a part of Notion. The last pick i will make is for a timer app for mac computers it's called howler timer it's fun because when the timer runs out instead of a boring ding or chime you hear a wolf howl i use a timer whenever i'm studying every 30 minutes i just take a quick break stretch drink a glass of water whatever and then get back to studying the little things like having a little timer sound they just make studying more fun If anybody has any of their picks for the top movies or top apps that you thought were really great, send me an email at B-R-O-O-T at fastmail.com. That's going to be it for today. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to David Funkhauser for our intro and outro music. Happy new year, everybody, and have a great week.